0: Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: The Volume.
2: Daniel! Call man! All right, guys. So, we back. It has been a nice long break since three rounds and today i'm back to discuss a couple things one i was in southern california the other day and heard some very interesting things come about and we spoke about it a little bit on the monster energy live stream that we did the other day i'm hearing conor mcgregor and michael chandler is being looked at for new york city two things come to mind when i think about that one uh, McGregor's back in the USA testing pool, which we all know has to be six months tested before he can actually compete. So May, June, July, August, September, October, November. Seven months. Fall within the time frame of him being eligible to compete against Michael Chandler. That is one area that sticks out. The second most important detail in that is. We were supposed to get Jones Miocic in July. Then we heard that they were targeted in November. So it raises two questions. One, do we get a fight night where Jones and McGregor are both fighting? And if they are, who walks to the octagon last? You would think the heavyweight champion of the world does. But you got the megastar kind of McGregor after the ultimate fighter. So that would be something that would have to be worked on. I don't know. If you could ever really do that, because I don't know if these two guys would be able to work that out. But boy, would that not be the most amazing card to have those fighters on the same night fighting? Jones defending his championship against Stephen Miocic and Conor McGregor fighting Michael Chandler. That's a uh, wishful. <laughs> That's wishful. Let's not get to wishful. Let's get to more realistic, though. What's realistic is somebody's gonna move if that's the case. Both of these guys are targeted Madison Square Garden, the world's most famous arena. Somebody's gonna have to move to the next fight card, which is the end of the year pay-per-view in December. Both are massive. These are the two, as a guy that shared on uh, the pay-per-view as a champion for the UFC, I know what fight cards you wanna be on. You wanna be on December, you wanna be on November in Madison Square, you wanna be on July in the middle of International Fight Week. You like that very first card at the beginning of the year. You like the Super Bowl card. There's Remember that old Memorial Day card? They had certain cards that you wanted to be on because generally people tuned in a little bit better. Somebody's going to have to move, but it's like literally choosing one penthouse to the next. These are both two massive pay-per-views for the UFC. But I think what's most important about this whole idea that McGregor may want to go in November is how fast things are gonna start to move now. Because you remember for a while, it was, when is Connor gonna get back in the U.S.A. pool? When is Connor gonna get back in the USADA pool? When is Connor gonna, gonna let everybody know that he's ready to compete again? Well, now that he's back in the pool, it seems like they're already targeting a date. Same thing with Henry Cejudo. When Henry Cejudo and Aljamain Sterling were arguing back and forth, it was all just hypotheticals. The moment Henry was back in the USADA testing pool, very quickly did the fight get announced. How soon will we see this fight between Michael Chandler and Conor McGregor announced? And again, what's going on with Stephen Miocic and John Jones? We're still kind of at the same place. It's the weirdest thing that we have these two great fighters, two great heavyweights. Both seem intent to fight each other, but we can't get a date. Nothing's wrong with scheduling a fight early and then having that build all the way to November or to December. Only thing I can see negative in that is that they may, you may look so forward to that big fight down the line that you don't necessarily get into or pay as much attention to the fights that happen right now. I mean, hell, we got Justin Gates in them at the end of July and that's getting so much talk that you're not really as in tune with Amanda Nunes' title defense coming up right now. And then Volkanovsky versus Jair Rodriguez, which is going to be a tremendous fight on international fight. McGregor versus Chandler gets the linear ESPN treatment. That's only because of Conor McGregor, because of Conor McGregor and who he is. Michael Chandler seems intent to stop the McGregor comeback. Michael Chandler seems ready to go out there and really make a big statement for himself. But I think that the most interesting thing is that both of these guys would seem to want to fight at Madison Square Garden. Guys, it's magical. Madison Square Garden really is magical. It really is magical arena to compete in. And I've done it twice. I did it in wrestling. I did it in mixed martial arts. It is really magical to walk the halls of Madison Square and make that walk to the octagon or to a wrestling match. So I understand why both wanted. If you remember, McGregor headlined the first Madison Square Garden card and everyone told me it was the most raucous environment they have ever been a part of. Well, could you imagine John Jones headlining Madison Square being from New York? It would be amazing. It would be so good to have either of these guys headlining what has become one of the UFC's premier cards. The entire week that surrounds Madison Square just feels bigger. Guys, before I continue, you know, boy, always got to pay a few. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret.
0: You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back. And joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye.
3: each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Bills, The GameTime app is the world's leader in last-minute ticket purchases from concerts, Basketball, football, UFC. Get your last minute ticket needs met by using the Game Time app. It does not matter where you are. Get out and do something fun. Download the Game Time app right now. Use the promo code DCTV and we'll give you $20 off of your very first purchase. Do something fun. Go out and enjoy yourself. Grab your spouse. Take her out to a comedy show, a concert. Do something. Use the game time app to do that. Use the promo code DCTV for $20 off. And back to John Jones Mielcich. Still, nothing. It just feels like it really just feels like we're gonna miss this one too. And that's unfortunate. Because we just missed Francis Ngannou versus John Jones. One that we have wanted for a long time. Now we got John Jones talking to Tyson Fury, which Dana said, hey, we'll make it happen. They just said it. We'll make it happen. But now we got those guys talking Tyson Fury and John Jones. And and for the record, Tyson Fury in a full on fight has no chance against John Jones. And that's no knock on Fury. In a singular skill set with boxing gloves, Tyson Fury will beat John Jones every day of the week. But if by chance they ever go into a full on fight, Fury has about as much of a chance as the guy walking into a convenience store on the the end of your block to beat John Jones in a free fight. It's not going to happen. And this is not even me knocking Tyson Fury. This is me telling you the absolute truth. Tyson Fury is, is the world's best boxer. But the world's best boxer stands such a slight chance to beat these elite mixed martial artists. It's crazy. But that's why you got young guys now doing everything. They do everything. But... Even as I get distracted here, talk thinking, oh my God, John Jones, Tyson Fury, once again, I'm not talking A. Miocis, John Jones. It's exactly what happened whenever Francis Ngannou and John Jones was like the talk of the town, and all of a sudden it started to shift. Because we as humans, we have short attention spans, and we, oh, some, oh there's something that way. I look, and I'm gone. We have got to, guys. Steve Emiotis and John Jones. We've got to make this happen. Otherwise, we're going to miss out on another one. This is too big a fight to let fall by the wayside. So I don't know what's happening right now on the back end. That's not allowing for this to come together. But it needs to come together for the sake of the heavyweight division. Because right now, we can't afford to have Jones missing for as long as he was last time or even a fraction of that. He seemed to be wanting to go right away. It's up to now. Stipe Miocic is the challenger to make it happen. He's the champ now. Dude's the champ. You got to kind of find a way to come to terms with the champion of the world. We don't want to miss that one, though. We don't want to miss that one as fans. Madison Square Garden is going to be a sick fight card regardless. But the fact that we have these two guys as our options to headline it means that the most magical knights created in mixed martial arts in the greatest arenas, have true potential to exceed what we have already seen. We saw Conor Beatty Alvarez there. We saw Israel Adesanya lose his title to Alex Pereira there. We have seen Michael Chandler go to war with Justin Gaethje there. We saw Michael Chandler go to war with Dustin Poirier there. We have seen some amazing fights in Madison Square. We saw GSP become the champ. We saw Rose Namajunas knock out Joanna uh, Janjacek. We watched TJ Dillashaw beat Cody Garber. We have seen so many great title fights in Madison Square. The idea that we have the opportunity to have these two guys wanting to headline, Madison Square tells me New York is going to be fantastic. And I, for one, am lucky to sit in that chair next to the octagon to call these fights. Guys, thank you once again for joining me. Until next time, tell a friend to tell a friend that I've got a YouTube channel. And I'm dropping knowledge. And DC's your boy. So make sure you tap in and get the game time out. Guys, peace.
0: It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff.